What's up, guys? Kels Charles and Megan Murray here, and you are listening to Girls Talking Boys in partnership with SB Nation. As always, hello. Hello. Happy Friday. Happy game day weekend. How was your week, Kels? Do you feel like ranting? (laughs) I will spare everyone my first world problems. At least it's Friday. It is definitely at least it's Friday. Like (laughs) TGIF. Because it has been a week. But you know what? It's Friday and we have a friend. Yeah, we do have a friend who we have literally dragged here against his will. There are two friends. Was it though? Well, that's fair. One named uh, Joseph B. Charles (laughs) for Joey Burrow Charles. And uh, the other is uh, equally as furry. But um, I don't know his your beard is in like you did you trimmed up premium condition right now. David Hellman's joining us, guys. Everyone, <laughs> David, welcome to the podcast. When you asked me to come upstairs, did you already know that you were going to yes. be putting me on the show? Yes, okay. just making sure. I guilt tripped him just for clarity's sake. I said today has been the worst. She actually said, "I've cried five times today. Please <laughs> do the podcast." And I said, well, "What the hell am I supposed to say to that?" <laughs> And here we are. <laughs> Welcome to it, kids. Um, we'll see if Joey will talk for us later. Yeah. We as of right now, he's just enjoying all the petting that's happening. He's the mascot. And for those of you who don't know, Joey is my cat. Um, if and- you don't know, then you don't follow her on social media. Yeah, so seriously. You should fix that. <laughs> Please do immediately. Um, all right. So obviously, we've got preseason game on Saturday. We'll touch base on that here in a minute. Houston for never. But there's something that I feel like all three of us and Meg, you and I talk about these types of topics in the podcast a lot. And actually, I think it's pretty timely um, because David Hellman, you wrote a wonderful article that's pretty similar in, in the train of thought. Um, but but Dak Prescott's cover story with Sports Illustrated um, was amazing. I mean, um, yeah, speaking of crying five times, um, <laughs> that was me. I I just finished it before we started and. I, I mean, how can you not like this man? How can you not love this man? How can you not cheer for him? How can you not want everything good in the world for him? He's just, you know, I'm sure he's done some things in his life that aren't amazing, but for all intents and purposes, yeah, seriously, (laughs) like he's wonderful. And he's just been through so much. And like to carry this perspective, it's just, it's so impressive. I, 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 I don't have many I don't know what else to say about him. I just was so. I mean, there are a lot of tidbits in there that I didn't even like. I feel like I know a decent amount about him, but there is a lot of stuff in there. I was like, really? Like, I really didn't know about the the single wild single wide trailer thing. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know that. And the license plate. Oh yes, (laughs) didn't know that either. I actually I knew about the trailer um, because. Uh, we go to the same chiropractor and he was talking about how he had a similar upbringing to Dak and like friend of the pod, friend of the pod, Dr. Brian Mann over at dynamic sports medicine. He's amazing. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I didn't, this really gave me a lot of perspective. I, you know, as someone who's been a lot of time with him, Dave, I feel like this probably didn't come as a surprise to you. A lot of the things in the article, but at the same time, I feel like, you know, I don't know. I, I don't think I've ever seen him be like this public about such personal things. Yeah. And well, I mean, that's, you know, that's always the interesting thing about these types of profiles is 
um, you're gonna learn. You're gonna learn more in a situation like this than when Dak just speaks to the media the way that he does every week. You know, and that's <laughs> if I'm being completely honest. Like, it was a wonderful story, and I mean, Dak's just the best. But like me as a writer, my primary, my first emotion when I see something like this is like, damn it, I want that to be me. Like, <laughs> I want this story to be my story because it's it's yeah, fantastic. Like, it's someone got to sit down and get real close to Dak, and it wasn't you. Are you jealous? Yeah, absolutely. And that's even like I work with Dak all the time. He had, you know, I've been lucky enough to work on some really great content about him. But like the documentary, I was going to say, like, how does this compare to? what you felt like your interaction was with him for the documentary. The absolute and the <laughs> the absolute same. And that's that's the cool thing. And you know, actually I had a um I had a chance to talk to Mike McCarthy today. Uh he sat down with a lot of the local writers and he he says the same thing about Dak every time he's asked, but it's true is that he's he's the same guy all the time. Like he yeah. really, you know, he does he doesn't he doesn't not to say that he doesn't change, but like he just presents the same energy and the same demeanor on his bad days, just as much of his good days. And um, I thought Mike said something else that was really prescient. That was obviously, you know, Mike McCarthy coached in the NFL for a long time before he got here. And he was like, Dak has been everything I heard he would be. And more than that. That's cool. Yeah. So better than Aaron Rodgers. Got it. I didn't say that. <laughs> um, I did. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But it, I mean, he, it, it's weird, man. Like it, I almost, it, it's hard to explain. Like he's, he's just got this magnetism to him and that's going back, you know, the documentary was four years ago at this point, but like, and, and some of the people that we interviewed in that documentary are in this story. Uh, really? Yeah. Coach Hevesy, the guy that recruited him to Mississippi state, oh, like cool. just, you know, they knew they knew all the way back when he was 16 years old that he had these just innate qualities to to draw people and lead people and get the best out of them and it's just been part of his life from forever it seems like what do you feel like i, I mean i'd actually like like to i'm glad that this is lining up perfectly a great <laughs> end to a bad day i i want to talk about more when you went and filmed that that show with him because i don't know if there's stories that you feel like like you could share, but like I, you guys spent a lot of time with him and like, he was pretty accommodating for, you know, having you come into his life. And like, I mean, I, I think for people maybe that aren't in this day to day, I've had experiences where some of these guys will just kind of like brush you off and you more than anyone, Dave, cause that's what you do. But like to be so welcoming and to be so open, like it, it's just in genuine is, is kind of a rarity in this industry, in my personal opinion. Yeah, I'll never forget. Um, he was, but it was fun. Like, <laughs> I think we sort of, we told him that we were going to be in Starkville, but I don't think we really gave him <laughs> the full picture of what we had in mind. <laughs> and uh, when he realized that basically we were like, yeah, we're just going to follow We're going to follow you. He was, he was kind of like, oh, okay. Um, but then immediately he was like all right no like I got you and like from he was like yeah like we'll we'll get this taken care of like you know he we like we we he brought us in the car with him where he was going he let us meet up with him you know after hours I'll never like we I'll never forget I don't think any of it made it into the movie but um he was staying on a he was staying at a country club he was staying on a golf course while he was there 
and he invited us out. They boiled crawfish. He invited us out for the crawfish boil. What? We like, we, we just hung out on the putting green with him and like took, you know, practice golf shots. And he was like, just getting into golf. And he was like, determined to get, he was like, I'm going to, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to be good at golf. And um, like, I don't think a single part of that went into the movie. No. But we, yeah. But it was, yeah. Release was really the cool. lost files. Yes. Seriously. Talk to Kent Garrison. It's probably out there somewhere. No, that's cool. I mean, but that's like totally, I mean, that tracks. It just does. Yeah. Like, that's just so, I can see that happening. You know, again, like you've spent so much more time with him, but even in like my our limited interactions with him, like I am, I just, he's just so genuine. Like I am no one to him, but yet he still like re will reach out to me like on my birthday. It's like, hey, happy birthday. I'm like, what? Like, I always appreciate that about Des too. You know, like these guys, like I respect people who, 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 acknowledge and like interact and and think of like the little ones you know like he he's not above you because even though he is <laughs> which doing this for as long as i have i definitely and i hope this doesn't sound weird at first but like i'm very i get wary about like you know athletes nobody's a saint right sure, like sure. nobody's a perfect person dak prescott is not a perfect person and i'm sure that he has his bad days and you know especially you know being a franchise quarterback like he's got to be guarded and careful with his time and who he lets into his circle and all that type of stuff but like yeah for all of the demands that are on him i haven't noticed a change in his demeanor or the way that he approaches things from when he was a nobody yeah and that's i mean that's incredible in my opinion yeah yeah i think so too and i you know i i really i I really like how he, he just discusses like the mental health aspect too. I mean, I know we've discussed this like a million times, but like yeah. this is that that to me, the the line that he wrote down about his brother, that's the part that got me. He says, a life taken to save millions. And and man, if that's yeah, I mean, honestly, this first half of this article, I was like, is Kelsey Charles like sobbing while reading this? Because like, it's kind of, it goes back to like in the middle, he talks about manifesting. Yeah. And if you read any of Kelsey's captions, you know, <laughs> we're about manifesting over here. It's um, very big in this, in this part of the world. It's big in it, this house. It takes like a really strong person to, in a moment like that, it was 15 minutes after he found out that Jace died that he wrote down a life taken to save millions. Like that's manifesting like in like your worst moments. Yeah. And he's still thinking about how to like take something so tragic and make it like bigger and reach people. I, and that's just like, I, I, that, that moment just like sticks with me. Like that's different, man. Like that's different. Like that is like, um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like that's like, I don't, I don't, you're going to grow when I say this, like, that's like angel on earth type thing, you know, like, that's just like different. And like, I've, um, yeah. It's becoming increasingly difficult to do the thing where we're like, not everyone's perfect. And, um, you know, he's probably, like, that gets harder after you read something like this, especially. Yeah. yeah. But I'll, so all this to say, you guys need to make sure you read this article. It's phenomenal. It's fantastic. It's, you know, just, I think it's so few and far in between where we get a true peek behind the curtain of who these guys are. And this is fantastic and, and sobering, I might add too, for many reasons. Um, Dave, actually, I'm, I, again, I'm loving again that you're here because you wrote an article that I read um, 
that is very similar in in thought to this about Amari. It's you know maybe not quite as uh, yeah, tugging I mean, at the it, heartstrings. It, it it pales in comparison. Like I appreciate what you're trying to do, but I don't even know if they're in the same. Oh, I stratosphere. do. I think so. They are. Which uh, before you, I did like it, uh, Greg Bishop is the writer that wrote this. Yeah, and he's done a lot of amazing work for SI. So I feel like that's worth mentioning. I I mean. Is he going to write a book? Because he should. <laughs> he, if I had to guess, he probably already has. Um, we'll find out. Anybody with those types of credentials usually has written a book or two. But that's, I said I was jealous. And I mean, like, because you admire it. Like, yeah. you know, you want to be like people that put stories like this out. And I, yeah, I mean, even as much as we know about him, the level of, of insight and detail that he was able to get in this story was was really impressive. Yeah, it was. Exaggerations and half-truths aren't new in politics. But now, with AI, people can create fake videos of candidates to sway your vote. I'm former U.S. Attorney Preet Bharara, and I've teamed up with technology expert and law professor Nita Farahani on my podcast, Stay Tuned with Preet, for a three-part miniseries, AI on Trial. Our second episode presents the hypothetical case of a hotly contested Senate race that is derailed when the leading candidate is accused of using AI to enhance his performance and hurt his opponent. How are we supposed to know when the technology becomes very difficult to validate something as truth or lies? Do existing laws, policies, and government agencies sufficiently safeguard the political process? Political speech is so tightly protected under First Amendment that it makes regulating in this space a real challenge. And what needs to happen to protect democracy in time for the real presidential election in November? When our elections are so close, where it comes down to nail-biting endings, a few voters here and there can really lead to differences in outcomes. The episode is out now. Search Stay Tuned with Preet wherever you get your podcasts. But I, I really do. Like, I know you just kind of downplay what you did, but you they wrote a really awesome piece about Amari Cooper that um, I thought was wonderful and I was like I need we need more of this because this is exactly the type of content that I feel like we need we don't get as often it humanizes people I mean you were talking about Amari and how you know his approach mentally to the game and and there's been a big emphasis on this and I think people have had to have an increased emphasis on this because I mean I think a lot of people are focusing on mental health especially in light of the past you know year and a half like holy cow yeah but uh you know, there's, there's conversations about how Amari approaches things and how he looks so even keeled. And he was like, that's just, you know, that's just my personality. Like I'm, you know, that's, that's not meaning I don't actually care about the game, but I thought it was just really interesting. And now he actually studies personalities and, you know, I'd love to have you elaborate and give a bit of a teaser because I want people to actually read it, but it, to me, it was very much in this similar vein. Yeah. Well, I mean, I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, but it is, that's kind of what I'm talking about it. You know, I wrote that story based off of a 20 minute conversation that we had with Amari during his regular old media availability, you know, five reporters just kind of shooting the breeze with him, which is fine, but you're not going to get into the meat of somebody's psyche in that situation you know I would oh my god I would kill to spend a week with Amari Cooper and just (laughs) really get into the nuts and bolts of what makes him tick like that would be very high on my 
cowboys writer bucket list meg just wants to help him decorate his house yeah that's i really want to <laughs> put window treatments in there so bad um also just his, i just, first of all i love Mari cooper yes i would love to have you spend a week with him but i would specifically request i need to know the behind the scenes of him taking an instagram picture I just need, I just need it. Just how does that work? Like, like who's yeah. your Instagram? Like, who's taking it? Yes. Like, did you think of this pose by yourself? Did you want to take this because yes. of your outfit? Like, yes. I need to know. And well, I, I find him fascinating. I do too. His, Especially his social media. Presence. His lives, when he was doing those lives that were quarantine. Amazing. So funny. Amazing. He's, I mean, he's, he's just, there's, there's a lot there. He's a deep dude. Um, and he, he it's. And that's not to throw shade at like any other football player, but like, yeah. you know, a lot of, a lot of guys aren't like that, or at least like aren't as willing to like show that side of their personality. And I think working for the Cowboys, getting to see behind the curtain a little bit more often than a lot of people, I'm just perpetually interested by the idea that like these guys aren't robots, you know, like they're people, you know? Yeah you know introverted people in your life just as well as you know super outgoing people you know yeah socially awkward people um and guess what some of those like people grow up to be football players and they're not all gonna be just the boilerplate jock who wants to do football all day and doesn't really think about anything else uh or you know showcases their emotions in a certain way so um, and that it, it resonates with me because like I think of myself that way. Um, yeah. I think we all probably do. Like we yeah. all were, you know, everybody is more complex inside of their own understanding of who they are than how they're perceived by other people. So um, but when there's this much money at stake and there's this many millions of people that care who wins the game, you know, that gets stripped away under which understandably, but sure. uh, we can still tell more three-dimensional stories about these guys um so that's kind of what that was all about well and it's like we had that um interview we did with Devin and yes and well he made we we asked him um is it how does it make you feel um to see guys be more open about their mental health because he talked about how leaving the league like he like didn't know what to do with himself without like being under the bright lights with the star in his helmet anymore like he didn't know like how to transition and stuff like that and we asked him you know how does it can you see the league changing and he really pointed out like yes Dak especially like being open about mental health and a slew of like everything else that he's so open about just his psyche and recovering from an injury and like a, he's a good comeback story right now. But I mean, he's always been like, you can see him be a good leader often. And like hearing about Amari Cooper, even in a 20 minute interview, he's yeah. still giving you insight into stuff like that. And so it just kind of opens the gate. We're lucky enough that we have enough people covering our team. We're also, you know, we'll always get the clicks. So that's probably <laughs> has a lot to do with it. True. But, um, you know, people come up to Dak after games and tell him exactly that. Like, thank you for saying that. I also have a foundation. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, it matters. Yeah, it does. It 100% matters. It changes the league a little bit, like little by little being more open, like just humanizes all of the players. It kind of just spreads across the league. Yeah. 
no, I think it's, I think it's so important. And I, again, like, I think that's why I've always, I've always been a fan of this type of journalism where it's a lot of features. And I think that's just, you know, again, like if you follow me on Instagram, like, you, you know, it's, it's flowery language all, all day, baby. Um, <laughs> I'm always, I always look forward to clicking, like, see more on your Instagram. <laughs> how long will this like, caption go today? But I just think it's important, you know, because again, like we, we, we reduce people to a number or, you know, a face behind a helmet. And again, like I've been so guilty of it before. Like I just, I, I totally have. And I, I constantly say this, like I've been like mean on social media at, to, to players, like, you know, like <laughs> which I have a, apparently I have a new uh, nemesis. Well, yeah, we got a new kicker today, uh, so. <laughs> but watch out either way. I, you know, I'm a big fan of this type of work. I think it's important. I think that, you know, we need to continue talking about this. I really did love, you know, at its core, like you get a great look at Dak, you get a great look at Amari you would never read these articles and, and, or you would never see these guys on the street in my personal opinion and how they act and interface with you, maybe by what they're driving or wearing. Sure. But, and be like, Oh, $160 million man or number one wide out for the Dallas Cowboys. Like that's just like not who they are as people. And I love them and appreciate them even more for that. Well, yeah. And especially like they mentioned, it's hard to look at Dak and he knows this, and see that he has like what seven acres of an estate with yeah. like a all these cars and stuff like that, and think like, oh yeah, this kid came from a single wide trailer. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. It's true. So you it, know, it's true. And one quick other note to point out too: he felt guilty of mentioning how like he felt like he was trapped in a box, like mentally, like when when he was you know during the pandemic, even though he's living on this estate. But I think that's super important to point out that mental illness and, and mental health that those types of issues they don't discriminate they, they don't, don't care if you have money they do not care no. if you have money and they don't care how nice your car is they don't care all the things you have like granted yeah like having resources obviously helps but you're still going to be in that position where you have to deal with the cards that you were dealt and you know i think that's a very important thing to note that it's it's okay. Like even your heroes, if, if Dax your hero, like they deal with the same similar things that you guys might deal with. And um, so you know, again, like that's just I'm really I'm, I'm really big on keeping that conversation going. So that was a really really cool refreshing thing for me to see. Um, all right. Well, I want to turn the page real quick, and as we wrap up and do a quick primer because this is Friday's episode before Houston's game. So, um, you know. Since we have our field reporter here, this is phenomenal. Truly, like I love this journey for How us right now. How long ago did you decide that I was going to be on? This? I like literally two minutes before, but oh, it is okay. working out swimmingly. <laughs> Let me tell you, this is, this is like when I used to host Talking Cowboys and I, or like the break, and I'd be like, "All right, Mickey, let's get the practice report." <laughs> like, <laughs> like this is what I feel like I'm doing right now. You just compared me to Mickey, so how do you feel about that? Not great. Okay, well, not, not young. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Well, I mean, you do have the attitude of like a 70 year old man. So. Stay there a couple more years and you just might be. I, I'm going to walk out. <laughs> don't, don't listen to this, Derek. <laughs> um, but, you know, we know that McCarthy's going to play a lot of the backups in, in the final game. And so, you know, expectation wise going into this weekend, besides no matter what, even if this game doesn't matter, I still want to beat Houston. Um, yeah. What's this? What do we call this game again? 
What's it? What is it? <laughs> well, it's the governor's cup or something. We don't have a name. Stop, no, no, stop listen. You, you stop. It's it. a cup with no name. <laughs> we, we, it's a cup where we beat Houston. <laughs> Every 15 minutes this week, I forget who they're even playing. I'm just like, <laughs> we're just gonna, we're gonna keep it continual with the MLB and we're calling it the Silver Boot Series. I will hear nothing else. Okay, perfect. So the Silver Boot Series is coming up this Saturday. <laughs> and uh, Dave, what's your, what's your game day prediction? <laughs> I refuse to even. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, I, I, I couldn't care less who they're playing. Is or... anyone going to earn their spot? Do season? you like Houston? I don't dislike Houston. Okay, that was, I frankly. Yeah, you got the wrong guest here. Fox yeah. on trash cans. <laughs> oh, I hate the Astros, though. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Keep going. Not about Houston, though. Um, anything positive for this. I mean they got great food great I'm not talking okay sorry we're about to kick him off the, the, he's trying to kick off now the Houston rap scene is amazing just for whatever that he was. just did the chef's kiss yeah I did he did um I, I okay if you want me to be serious like I just sort of get the feeling like and this is more of a hunch than anything but I just feel like McCarthy almost views this as like an all or nothing type thing and like we know Dak is not really not the show we know Dak's not we know Dak's not going to play in this game how many mojo moments not I'm, I'm just gonna ignore this. <laughs> we know Dak's not going to play in this game and if Dak's not going to play like how how many people do you want to risk to injury if you don't have the full crew out there None. I guess is my point I do like I think some guys are like you know, Amari Cooper basically came out and said he's going to try to play 10 snaps. Like, he hasn't done anything since the end of the regular season last year, so that makes sense. You know, Gallup has played, Lamb has played, but, like, are you going to send Tyron Smith out there? Are you going to send Zach Martin? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that, but I lean toward thinking maybe not, or if they do, it'll be minimal, very, very short. Like, you know, this is typically seen as the dress rehearsal, but I don't think this is going to be a dress rehearsal. I think it's either going to be a lot of starters sitting or starters playing very small snaps. That's my guess. Hmm. I feel like they always do this to me when we play Houston in the preseason and they always lose. Well, and I, I'm like, Houston, I just want one little win. Like, give yes. me one. Houston is usually the preseason finale because. Right. And we always lose. Well, who cares? Me and you. <laughs> Guys that you've never heard of who you'll never hear from again are the ones doing the play. I don't care like, about that. Hey, as long as our, uh, or the kicker, AKA Kelsey's new best friend. What's what's it? It? What is he? Oh, you put me on the spot. <laughs> Sorry. We um, tried to pronounce it earlier. No, I got it. You just, I got to look back at my text messages. It's in here somewhere. It's pronounced. Don't mess up. <laughs> Hi. Um, Liram Hyrulahu. Oh, Hyrulahu. Um, he's will we be seeing him Liram yes that's a great name yes we will be seeing him because there's nobody else like they Uh, waved Hunter Nicewander who's punting uh probably Brian Anger the the regular Uh, Um, he's a Bones's boy yeah he is Bones's boy um so yeah if they get into a field goal situation it'll be Liram which better I mean he'll be he'll you don't want to score touchdowns Okay. Okay. Just, you, you like really, seeing them bogged down in the red zone. Okay. I got it. You are labeling. Honestly, uh, that was something that I complained about the last two podcasts. Shall I go on? Yeah. Um, no, the fine. red you don't zone to our podcast is atrocious. 
I love you both very much, but I don't. I'm sorry. You're not going to listen to this podcast after we're done recording it? I'm on it. Why would I listen to it? Guys, don't let him fool you. He listens to everything that he's on. I, I don't think I've ever listened to it. He loves him himself. Remember when I listened to all of your stuff? <laughs> oh, how does it feel to be a bad friend? It just say I'm a better friend than you. To be a bad just friend, a bad no. human being. <laughs> refuse. To be a bad supporter. He, I'm here, aren't I? I'm doing this. <laughs> he like does me this massive favor. And Seriously. I'm, just like, I'm like, trash, trash, trash. Seriously. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love you. You're the best. Thanks. So I'm going to play, like, if I get, <laughs> if I have to talk to Derek about why I did this, I'm going to play this part. <laughs> like, Derek, they made You could me. really just play the beginning where she talked about how she was going to cry five times. There you go. And Derek um, would be like, all right. <laughs> this is what you get for doing me a favor and having to bring something upstairs to me. That's true. But uh, Liram, yes, he's, he's back to business. He's a professional kicker. He's been in this Canadian football league for a long time, so yeah. it'll probably be fine. I you, hope so. But it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It, like no offense to Liram or anybody else, but like Greg Zerline, they're hoping he can play against Jacksonville. He's on track to be ready for the regular season. Brian Anger's already on track. Like Anger. None of this stuff matters. Like, I mean, again, no Jacksonville's offense, not the first game. It's the you're right. It's the preseason finale, so that's even better. I'm upset. No, I just want to know. It's fine. Shall we have a Shall we have a uh, kicker shootout? All yes, is, all is well. Now, I mean, ne- that's what I want next week. I don't want it scoring touchdowns next week. Just do kicker shootout. Greg, oh, shootout. <laughs> Greg Zerline's gonna like miss in the season opener, and Kelsey's gonna flip out. <laughs> Bring back Liram. I'm going to have to hear about it. Dave's going to have to like, he's going to like tweet me. He's like, get off Twitter, (laughs) ma'am. Someone take her phone away. Literally. You know, it's getting out of hand when, well, it's always out of hand. Always. Okay. That's fine. Um, All right. So we're not going to really do score predictions or things like that. (laughs) If you do a score prediction. (laughs) never do what uh, three to six i don't know if you do a preseason score prediction i'm i i lose all respect i can't i can't how many um how many times is garrett gilbert gonna sling it how about we play a preseason drinking game or i have over? to work i'm gonna be at work on saturday night so. i'm gonna be in kansas city yeah she won't be able to watch either cool well i'm just gonna go you're just gonna sit on your couch <laughs> oh wait no you're going aren't you i might be we'll see oh okay if um, I have, if I have a vehicle, no, it's true. Yeah, it's been a. Does someone want to give me a car for free? I'm sure someone will drive you. Listen, I have a list of things I can do to help me afford to buy a new car, and one of them is sell my soul, and we'll figure out the other things. Well, sugar daddy's on there, so if anyone wants, <laughs> that is not an invitation. Your DMs are open. <laughs> she said it. Not me. I didn't say it. It is actually on the list. Sorry, guys. <laughs> kidding um well we did succeed in keeping this show at least pg ish so congrats to us for that um high fives all around i heard y'all are like too vulgar for the masses that's what i heard well we're just trying to clean Uh, that's why we don't hang out with the masses (laughs) we don't fit in there you have have a problem with with uh (sighs) curse words you probably won't like me very much but that's okay yeah to each their own to each their own um, so we hope you listen to this show in front of your babies. Um, and we are very grateful for all you tuning in guys. We did, uh, I feel like we can say this publicly, but we hit a milli downloads, um, pretty recently here. Yeah. Yeah. 
are you gawking because you I'm impressed uh-huh. let's go yeah so shouts out TV. to all of y'alls for tuning in we do appreciate the blog and the voice fam and make sure you subscribe to the blog and voice podcast wherever you get your podcast on Spotify Apple iTunes or Stitcher also um rate review subscribe it really does mean a lot to us but only if you're gonna give us glowing reviews um you guys can follow David on social media because he told me that he really wants to make it to a hundy this season. So let's try and get him there. I'm pretty 100K, sure. 100K, we should get him balloons. Oh, you can be a basic Influence, influencer. We're going to make him. Listen. If y'all give me influencer balloons. Twitter influencer. Twitter influencer. I'll freak out. And I, not in a good way. Right I'm gonna, we're way. making it happen. He's going to have, if you guys get him to 100K by Thanksgiving, I'm just going to like hide them behind a sheet and be like, here, just stand here and then drop the sheet when you're not looking and just take a photo. hundred percent. It's going to be great. You got my history with influencer balloons is not good. I popped both of y'all's. He did. Yeah. He's not, he has a hate, it's a hate relationship. (laughs) It wasn't on purpose. But I won't let you touch them. Big chaotic energy. Actually, it might be better if you did pop one. It would be more on brand. It would be be on brand. So um, you can find him at Helm in DC. And do you want to tell me what your Instagram is or do you want to keep that? He's not not public. I mean, it's fine. It's, it's just public. It's so. Just my name. Yeah, it's Dave Hellman. It's it's if very. You wanted it to be private. Feel, like, it's very uninteresting. I was gonna say, if you're like, don't follow my Instagram for Cowboys content. It's really just more. If you would like to see Dave's dog, Dave's yeah. dog in bad food photos. Basically, yeah. there I said it. I, I, listen, it, uh, but he does bad. he does do a game series where he posts a grid photo each game with. I have a better a 2004 filter. I have a better phone than I did. <laughs> Final eye. <laughs> like, okay. Amari Cooper does better. So go write another novel on your Instagram. Maybe I will. Maybe it's already in my notes. It probably is. May, it might as be. Bad of a day as you're saying you have. I'm going to write one about you. Kelsey's note, notes app is a scary. And I'm oh going to gaslight God. my unsupportive friend. Can I see your notes app? <laughs> you don't want to. I want to see your notes app. How much time do you have? To <laughs> horror you should show. lock that. It like, is a horror show. <laughs> creepy crawlies um but if you do want to follow along for said instagram caption that is forthcoming you can find me on instagram at hey kelsey charles i'm also on twitter at kelsey underscore charles and megan is at meg murray with four r's on everything and despite the fact that dave has horrible taste in um competing cities we are always going to lead with this and i hope you're going to amend it to include two cities this time and not one <laughs> because will i the relevancy but megan dallas forever philly and houston for absolutely never stop cheating. <laughs> no trash cans allowed that's again oops i'm drinking